Today is May 28th. The Yankees played three games against the Padres. They lost one, they won one, and they won a second. They won the series. Let's talk all about it. Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd King. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. BBD producing in the corner. It's Memorial Day weekend, and we're talking baseball. America, Jake, how are you? James Davis, hope everyone is enjoying their Memorial Day. I'm doing well. Yanks win another series. Uh, a series that if they didn't win, I think things would have been hotter then things have been in a little bit, but they take care of their business and uh, the number one quench to Yankee fans' thirst right now is when they score a run. So we see another massive inning, which those those have felt different than a pe- couple years past, like stringing hits together. Those are fun innings. And uh, Yankees sneakily, I, I think they have the second best record in May. So, you know, coming from an April where we didn't know what May was going to bring, like were the Rays going to run away with the division? Uh, how were the Yankees going to keep up or start scoring runs? They're actually putting together a great month. So uh, I'm sitting good. I'm sitting good. Uh, you know, Kevin from our socials, he walked in uh, and he asked why I was sweating and I, uh, I didn't have an answer. So... <laughs> Uh, that one's kind of sat with me for a little bit because <laughs> we've been like sitting in air conditioning, for just a while. sitting in AC. And he's like, "Man, you guys are sweating, huh?" And I was like, "Damn, that's." I, I if it was a good. goof, it was a really good joke, but it's swimming in my head. I think my hair's just a little greasier today. How's uh, how's the show, Jimbo? You were sweating. You run hot. That's run why you hot. get bit by mosquitoes so much. They like people that are hot. But like, I don't know. I didn't. It was one of those times where I didn't think I was sweating. So I'm just really. Maybe he meant like you were sweating the game. No. Like, did he see walking? It was a close game. No, I I don't know. He he very much made it seem like real life sweat. No, I'm yeah. I'm doing well. I had stomach bug yesterday, which me and my wife are just in stomach bug hell. Uh, so I puked up mm. everything in my whole body three different times yesterday mm. and then felt really, really sick. And that's not fun. Had like a good first half of the day. Uh, solo parenting with James. He's like a maniac at the beach. Loves the water and shit. So that's that. fun. And then halfway through, I was like, I think I'm very sick. Mm. So I handed him to my uh, parents and then went and puked everything up. So I kind of watched yesterday's game through like sick vision. Like okay. I was laying on the couch, closing my eyes, trying to fall asleep, but listening to the game. And then as soon as like K got loud, you know, you like open up, you're like, uh, what was that? Was that? And then as soon as they won the game, straight to the bed, fell asleep nice. for the remainder of like the time, the day. It was a day game. It was a day game. Gonna need gonna need you to start taking videos of those pukes, and I'm gonna need iPhone to start adding smells. Cause Dude, I, uh, uh, that's all the I'm The second was right all Gatorade sucked. 
but I'm pretty good at puking. Like I'm oh, fine no. about it. I, I just yell. But uh, for the first time in maybe two decades, like since I was, I didn't make it to the toilet, which was like a oh, fucking wow. bummer, dude. That's yeah. a fun moment. That sucks. So mm. I had I like ripped my shirt off to to like catch it. The first initial mm. floor, and then I, it was really like a low moment. My whole family had just gone to like uh, a party uh, with my cousins and they're like, you're fine. Right, Jim. Cause they thought I had already got it all out. And I was like, right. yeah, I'll just sleep. And then I was catching my puke in my shirt. Couldn't. Uh, yeah. Not being able to make it to the toilet in time to like, or, you know, a bucket or whatever outside socks. But anyway, I'll take a video for you next time. Thank you. And yeah, not to dwell on it. I think the last time I spewed, um, I caught it in my mouth. Um, so I was just holding it, running to the bathroom and like a little bit leaked out, but I was happy. I was at the office. I remember that. So this is your first episode of talking Yanks. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe for checking us out. Preview. Um, Yeah. uh, Kind of a ton of housekeeping, Jim. Ton of housekeeping and a ton of like emotion. Cause last episode they lost the series to the Orioles and like, they would like look dire and we recorded late night, Thursday night. Um, I always feel bad for the people who listen to Talking Yanks the next day mm. and expect like normal, you know, the people that watch the live kind of understand the context of the energy. It's late night, tired. And then the people next day are like, why are these guys, why is Jimmy so tired, grouchy, tired? Um, and I don't know. I'm trying to like see what my feelings are right now about the series. Like this game today, obviously there's some awesome stuff, but there's still a lot of things that, don't sit well like with the team and like you know projecting them as a playoff team but i think the good thing is when keep winning while it doesn't feel amazing because that's better than the opposite and you just gotta hope it starts feeling awesome soon yeah i i think th- i think there's two things i think a they're having they're having a great month of may which coming out of april we we tried to speculate and if you told us we did we would have said judge goes nuts we would have said maybe even stanton's back by now we would have said one of the kids had picked it up and some of that's not true and i think i think that's where the glass can be half full or half empty right like the, this yankee team has a lot of things that can improve and when they start losing we zoom in on those things cuz you have to cuz those are the problems um and when they're winning, it's kind of like uh, there's almost bonus points. It feels like there's more, there's more coming, and there should be a lot of physical reinforcements coming soon. Um, and we'll just see where all of that lines us up um, as we try to chase down the Rays, as we see the AL playoffs format, and as we sneak up to the deadline where, you know, we, we had a guy make a debut this series, Randy hmm. Vasquez, that, like, I don't know, that – that kid's got some arm talent. I don't know what that means for, for the Yankees or for anything else, but um, I, this, the story of this season is so yet to be told. Like, we're, we're what, two-sixths of the way? Some people call that one-third. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's never really been a math show. Since day don't one. Expect me to, don't expect me to chime in and help out. Since there. day one. Math has been I mean, tough. I'll let you know. 55 divided by 162 is .33. So it's third on the fucking money. Dude. I mean, John Sterling would six. love that. Oh, batting average of 333. Um, 339. And Jim, uh, I think the other thing, I, I'll, I'll get my nose of the plane in front of it. Not a saying. Um, I'll get my nose of the plane in front of it? 
Volpe, uh, because I, you know, I went to the stadium yesterday and our, we were talking to our social team and people weren't happy with us. Uh, I'm going to go classic Jake where, hey, guys, everyone's right. Like, Volpe, yes, he obviously needs more time to develop at the major league level. If the Yankees start losing ball games, you got to start having conversations. Luckily, the Yankees are winning ball games, and Volpe should get better. But, um, you know, we have to flush out all these conversations. We are the Yankees' front office. You have to be prepared for everything that um, I think I think some people started getting a little hot to trot over Really a conversation where I think everyone agrees. Oh, I didn't see any of that. I mean, Kyle said that uh, people were really mad at us about the Volpe stuff from last episode. I I just read uh, the Yankees Reddit really now, and that guy got posted in there, and they were pretty rational about it. They're like, well, they're right. Like, He's not playing well. Not playing well. Gotta get and better. We said we have no qualms with his, like, you know, five years. We still have faith in him. But right now, the Yankees don't have – the ability to carry a guy developing. I don't know, whatever. I yeah. People are mad and that's fine, but I, I thought we'd handled that conversation so well. And dude, I love the Jersey Shore and nice. I love walking the boardwalk in the morning. And I walked the boardwalk in the morning at like 6 a.m. And these two old men were just stopped in the middle and I walked past. And this is the only snippet of the conversation I heard. Oh, you got to fly him. You can't fly the whole team. Yeah. And then the other guy said, exactly. And what's he doing with this bullpen? And I kept walking and I was like, one, I love. Yeah. You kind of forget that we're in our small world and like, yeah, we love the Yankees and we're like doing this all the time. But there's people that are, they were strangers. They didn't know each other. They just both had Yankees hats on. And um, I just love walking around and hearing snippets of Yankees talk like that. But but, um, I don't know if anyone thinks me and Jake are ever being irrational. Go walk the Jersey boardwalk mm. at 6 a.m. and listen to the dudes with newspapers in their hands because it's wild. My neighbor told me to kill Boone. Mm. <laughs> Lou? He's, remember Lou? Uh, I, I remember Lou. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my dad said, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy talks to uh, Boone every week. And he said, uh, shoot him. Tell yeah. him to shoot him. I mean, not dude, a joke. You want to talk about clicks? <laughs> that episode would do some numbers for us, Jim. Um. So anyway, whatever. Yeah. It just made me laugh. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're not crazy fans. No, it's uh, it's funny. I mean, sometimes. There's there's some crazy fans out there. Yeah, I'm, I had I had people saying we you need to kill Boone for Glaber's error, and I was like, I don't. <laughs> what? I would, oh yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, just yeah. want just, him to make the play. Um. Jim, I'll, I'll do a speed housekeeping through through the rack. I keep making up phrases that don't through exist. Through the rack? Uh, Get your nose of the plane in this front is, of it. This is a crazy first 11 minutes of an episode. Rizzo! If you didn't see, he got banged up in the last game. He's come out and said he's fine. Um, it was an ugly play. I think he just got bonked. Um, if you've ever worn a fitted hat and you hit something straight on, it actually hurts a lot. Um, yeah, and his neck kind of... And it, so there's a chance he doesn't play tomorrow because that would be very Yankee stuff. It'd be cool if he did, but it looked weird. He's he says he's fine. It kind of makes sense that he could be fine. Tommy Canley, I think they've got him scheduled for one more rehab appearance. I want to say Tuesday or something like that. I think he pitched today or yesterday, um, and then he should join the team. I'd expect L.A. Revenge Series. That's where Tommy went uh, when he wasn't with the Yankees. Uh, Stanton is supposed to start rehabbing. He thinks he's got a shot for L.A., which 
I think he's the only person because he hasn't played rehab games and the Yankees play L.A. in four days, something like that. But <laughs> Stanton should be on his way back. Donaldson is hitting in triple A. Um, and I think there's an interesting conversation there. We know the Yankees haven't been rushing him. Um, I think the, the, their update was he'll play Tuesday in AAA, so he might be in play for L.A. or I don't know. That one's been a little weird from the start. Trevino. That's a good, it's a good combo. And I, Sorry, just to pause no, you on you're that good. one. Because I, and we were talking about this in our Talking Yanks uh, group chat, which is way more active this season than it's ever been in the five years of us having the show. Usually it's just like, what time are we recording? What this? And we're actually kind of just like chatting like a group chat of Yankees fans now, which I enjoy. But um, we, nice opened BBD. Games. we opened it BB- up a little bit. Yeah, BBD and someone else, maybe, I don't know, forget, said like as Waldo probably goes down for Donaldson at this point. And I that wasn't on my brain two weeks ago. You know, I kept thinking Calhoun or Bowers. But yeah, I think as Waldo's going down for Donaldson at this point, and getting some extra reps there because you don't lose an asset that way. And you, you know, you know, if you get rid of Calhoun or Bowers, you, I don't know if they have options or what their situation is. If someone else gets hurt in the three more days between then and Stanton comes back, they'll feel dumb for cutting a guy. Yeah. Calhoun, Calhoun and Bowers are optionless. Uh, Greg Allen, you know, we, we sacrificed the lamb. He's got no options. Um, and yeah, it's, I, I was going to say Trevino catching Trevino He's traveling to Seattle. He should be activated Tuesday, I think, and they're probably gonna they're gonna send Rortvet down because he has an option. Um, yeah, and Higgy doesn't. But I yeah, I do think now it's Oswaldo, and you keep Calhoun and Bowers as assets because also Oswaldo's not playing great, and get him some love down there, and you know, yeah. freshen up or get, whatever. Get the Oswald some reps at AAA. Get them both hot because one of them is. And yeah, I think I think it makes sense again option wise. The only thing I would say is like if they're if they decided they were out on Bowers because he hasn't been doing much of much lately, um, I guess that that wouldn't shock me. But also, I mean, think about what I just said. Stanton is supposedly a week or so away, less in his mind, but I think a week is honest. Um, that, yeah, I mean, that decision is coming soon. So we could see, you know, three fairly significant roster moves coming this week. At four, yeah. if you count Canely, but that's a little. There's room in the pen, Pop. Kind of. I mean, Ramirez and Webdog still there. Ramirez not there. Crook is technically Webdog and Crook. Oh yeah. So uh, Crook, Crook's got to get in a game because he finally made it up. Right. So he pitches tomorrow in Seattle. Okay. Thought we were heading towards an opportunity for him to get the last like two innings today, but uh, yeah, would have been nice. Friendly crowd. Okay. You know what else has a friendly crowd, Jim? Taylor Swift concerts. Uh, last night was lit, but no, um, Jim, our watch party a week from yesterday june Ooh. 3rd at the taylor presented by amtrak i think we got a couple tickets left uh it's coming down to the wire um not many not many uh so hey if you're around next saturday uh even if you're not around make yourself around with amtrak we're right by moynihan station where the train comes in wi-fi food seating that's most my days um, come in 
for the game. Come have fun with us at the Taylor, 505 8th Ave. Tickets are 30 bucks, and it comes with a free drink. Your first drink is part. Okay, that adds up. Uh, there's a link in the description. Come through. Our events are a lot of fun with good people. Am I biased? Yes. Am I lying? No. So come through with us, and thank you to Amtrak for helping us out. We're looking for the best in the people at our events, sure, but we find it. We'll have a comp- we'll have a competition best person there. If the one dude is there, I forget his name, and I feel bad about that. That was starting all the chance at the playoff yeah. ones. Um, it'd be tough to beat that guy. Uh, I could trump card if Llewellyn shows up. Then it's just like, okay. Yeah, what about the tall guy, older gentleman that's a talking, uh, the big Knicks fan as yeah. well? Mm. He came to both. He's Firm to handshake. Yeah. Kim. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, Burns. Mm. It's going to burn for me to say this. It's coming from the heart. The St. Diego Fathers would come into town to play on Memorial Day weekend. The mountains are calling, so Joe Musgrove takes the pill against rookie debut for Dirty Randy Vasquez for the Yanks. Zeros on the board through four. Don't say Dirty Randy. Future Yankee Juan Soto, two-run home run. The only blemish on Vasquez's debut. How about this for blemish? Tatis goes second deck to left field. Another two-run homer. What's that smell? Odor with the insurance run. Yanks lose their third in a row, and it's a sad one. 5-1 final. Yeah, it was a sad one. Hater was nasty at the end. Um, the web dog gives up a run, and you hate to see that. Because he got two quick outs. Yeah. 50 pitches from the web dog. Yeah. He got through, sorry, he got through the eighth inning, his first inning, and then, and then in the ninth, he got two quick outs, and you're like, damn, web dog's webbing it. Um, but then he got he got hit around a little bit, gave up a run. Good contrast. You're going to talk about Vasquez later on? You want to talk about Marinaccio later on? Good contrast between Weber and Hayter in the ninth. Um Vasquez, I don't know if we're talking about him later. I, I guess I'll give some some briefities on it. Um, the the two pitches look good. We were told he's got the quote unquote best curveball in the system. That was a, a fun curveball. It's always a fun pitch. Um, and then the the fastball played too. That hey, for you know a kid's debut against a team who their offense isn't playing well, but they've got some massive names on it. Uh, good for him, and yeah, the one mistake was was quite the mistake. Uh, three two, right, a little baby cutter right where Soto likes to eat. But um, no, I mean he did he did his job right. You watch this game. You weren't at this game, right? You were. I was not this at this game. Yeah. So did you, um, Willis? Dontrell Willis was calling the game. Yes, he did a great job. I thought I I actually really enjoyed seeing it through his eyes because he pointed out and it wasn't it wasn't uh it was obvious enough but you know soto at we got struck out on that cutter and just totally mean mugged vasquez and just gave him a look like oh like throw that again yeah and then the next time he comes up he hits a homer and uh d train was all over that but that was cool yeah i liked on i thought he tried to do too many like catchphrases almost I, I forget what he was repeating but he was 
he was repeating some of the same lines, and I was like, I don't, I don't need it. I don't know, man. Don't don't put the nose of the plane in front of the wood. Or whatever he can, you said he can use that if he wants. Uh, well, something interesting, just looking at like the numbers from Vasquez's start, is that he gave up four hits, one on each of his pitches, one off the cutter, one off the sinker, one off the curveball, and one off the fastball. Just, just you know, democratic. Sure. And the curveball numbers are legit. Three thousand spin rate, forty-two point nine uh, whiff percentage when guys did swing at it. Thirty-three put away. So with two strikes, he was getting guys to chase it. Just a legit uh, pitch. Sat seventy-eight miles per hour, and his four-seam fastball sat ninety-four. Miles per hour. So like those are some nice numbers. You just got to be able to throw strikes and 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 use pitches to get through lineups multiple times and all that. It's his first start, but yeah, it was it's cool. Yeah, and you you know, I I'd love to actually learn more about player evaluation one day. I'm sure there's stuff to learn, although it's obviously not a perfect science, but you know, as we as a trade deadline sneaks up, like a that kid felt like he has a pretty good floor of like a relief pitcher. Like you got you know, you got a good fastball and you've got a plus curveball. Like, so hey, maybe the kid's gonna go on and be a great starting pitcher for a decade. But um, I, that rarely happens to anybody. That I don't know. As, as we do start exploring later in the season, um, I don't know. It, it's funny because you're right. There isn't the standout pieces that in previous years we would talk about. Like maybe this guy's gonna be baked. Maybe this guy's gonna be baked. In a sneaky way, there's a lot of young arms lurking, like Luis Heel is rehabbing and throwing from Tommy John. Uh, we just saw this kid, Vasquez, make his debut. Um, obviously, uh, we saw a lot of Brito and, and Clark so far this year. So I, I don't know. Uh, a lot to still happen, but good, good for the kid, man. Yeah. You think it helps that it's on uh, Apple TV? For him? No. He doesn't know, I guess. He has no idea. The day before was his first MLB game. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder how common that is. Because right, you're you you if you like you move here when you're 16 when you get drafted as a um whatever as a international free agent and then you work all summer and like your days off from minor league ball you probably don't want to go to a game. I would I would guess that's a little more common than you expect. Unless the unless you're a high high end prospect, the team invites you out to like come see a MLB game. Yeah, I think I think it happens. I think it happens regularly, but I also think there's a chance you you end up sneaking to a game at some point if you're I don't know in the states as a prospect for like five years or something. I don't know. Okay. That was uh, that was also the you know this was a nervous Friday. Yankee fans had just lost a series. You just lost back to back games. Randy Vasquez is making his debut, and we were there's a couple good chuckles in the office that it was best curveball in the system, and they were like, you know, if you actually you know pen to paper nose of the plane, how many guys have legit curveballs in the Yankee system? Because okay, let's take away you know. I mean, I think it's just sneakily a shot fired at Davey. Well, he doesn't get to throw it anymore, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? It, he, they tried to fix it because it had a different arm slot. They made it. That was the slider days. You have to throw a slider. Um, that like, okay, so half of the pitchers aren't real prospects. And then probably another half of those pitchers don't throw curveballs. So it's like Randy Vasquez, you know, we might be sorting through five potential curveballs and he's got the best. So I, it was just, it was a funny conversation at the office that I relayed through this show right now. 
Good, good job. Thank you. Yeah, no curveball from Davies one outing. They don't have it as minor league stats, but he did throw it in 2021. Let's go. I think it was a completely different arm release point. They were like, hey, in the big leagues, you're just going to get smoke because guys can pick that up. Too easy. All right, I don't know if there's anything else from this game. Yeah, this game was uh, sad. Offense didn't do anything. Tatis um, mm. giving it back to Yankees fans was, was pretty awesome. Playing the orchestra of them chanting steroids when the Yankees have A-Rod and, like, Giambi is, uh... Man, some of those Yankees fans make it make it tough sometimes. You, uh... You poke the bear, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna get that result. Over and over again. Yeah. I got, I... Jess was half impressed with me for a moment because we went we went to this game the next day, um, and Tatis was getting booed, and she's like, "What's up with that?" Um, and it's like, "Well, there's some steroid stuff there." And then I I hit her with the Reggie Jackson. They don't boo the bad players, and she liked that. She's like, "That makes sense." Does make sense, uh, unless it's you're booing your own team, right? That's self badness. Ah. Uh, even if they're really bad, then it's just rude. Then it's like, yeah, then you don't get booed. Yeah. yeah. All right, game two. You were there. I, I was, was uh, there. sick on the couch. Yes. Let's talk about it. A savvy Saturday in the Bronx. First one of the year. Waka, waka, waka. As Michael would try to make the Yanks' bats feel fozzy. Bottom one. Go, DJ. RBI double. Riz thrown out at home. one nothing. Yanks. The daddy's daddy. Tatis Jr. goes yard call again to tie it. That'd be it, a strong showing for Seve, 6.2, one earned run because Kleber. What are you doing, Pop? Padres take the lead on a Kim single. It's 2-1, to one. San Diego, bottom seven. Hey, DJ, bring that back. Solo homer of his own to tie it. Bunos Cantos, IKF, RBI, GG. Sevy to King to Wandy to Clay. Yankees win 3-2 final. A walk-off. Yeah. Extra innings stink these days. You're not wrong. Thank you. Juice is gone from them. You're excited. You're fun. But it used to be amazing. Yeah, I will say in a game where the offenses went dead... Like, Jess got really sad when she found out we're going to an extra inning. <laughs> Love her. Um, but then she saw, like, there was a runners on in the extra inning, and she's like, I like this. So, you know. She wanted to leave. Yeah, exactly. So it is a way to wrap up the game. Um, I am in favor of wrapping it up. I'm not in favor of how they're choosing to do it. I mean, I'm almost, I, I'd rather run out the, like, send whatever three batters you want. Uh, I mean, especially, Give me one inning. Especially with the Yankees three batters. Um Good to see some good swings from DJ as he's kind of finding his way back. A big game for him. The RBI double Beep. in the first and the homer. Beebs, can you pull up DJ's career numbers versus Waka before this game? Because in his post game, he very much made it seem like, yeah, I'm starting to feel good. I see why I've seen Waka a lot. Like it started, it, I interpreted his post game message of like, 
I, I might be floor. back. I might not. I crush Waka. Okay. But I don't know the numbers, if that's true or not. Ooh, he does crush Waka. Um, this is over also including yesterday. Nine for 21, four doubles and a homer. So that's uh, 1.1 OPS, 429 batting average. Uh, obviously, two extra base hits off him yesterday. Like that. Yeah. So seven for nine before yesterday? Did you say nine for 11? Nine for 21, sorry. Oh. I th- I th- yeah, you had that. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, that's what, that's what it seemed like. But, yeah, so it was nice to see DJ. And, you know, in game three, spoiler, almost puts one over the wall, or does, and it gets pulled back. Sevy makes this his start. Um, he goes primarily fastball, uh, straight up. He's got an interesting mix, Sevy. 50% fastball. 20 basically 25 slider 23 change up depends how balanced or unbalanced the other team is as he throws his slider more to um lefties and his change up more to righties but three pitch pitcher 50 25 25 like pretty basic kind of blows my mind how he ends up there because it's almost like they're calling pitches and they know like hey we got to keep it 50 25 25 but they don't know that. They're just going with what they feel. It happens to be very similar to that. Savvy, I rewatched some of his highlights. I think his first punch out was like a fastball that painted the corner, and you're like, ooh, I like that, Savvy. Um, and then, yeah, him and him and Boone do a little tango. The, are you, you got it, I take it. You got it, and he gets it. And then Glaber, my goodness, drive, driving me a little up a wall this year, although I love him offensively. Um that yeah, man. I mean, we're we're either a DJ swing or a you know a Glaber a moment away from this being like a one of the worst losses of the season, which this team feels like they're good at. <laughs> feels like they're yeah. good at comeback wins and they're good at like piercing losses, which not the most fun trait. Um, that that moment with Boone was was fine. It wasn't totally like the Messina situation. Where like, no, stay yeah. there because he did look like he hurt himself. Sevy was hunched over like he was a deflating, uh, you know, at a car dealership thing that was like just got the plug pulled. That's just three like tango pitch just arms. sailed on him. So yeah, they did a fake. Yeah. They did a fake tango, and then Boone still came out. So it was fake tango, tango, fake tango because that was about injury. That right. was like, are you okay? And Boone was like, hey, I'll just talk to the catcher. I don't want to talk to you because we don't. I want to lose a mound right. visit. I'm fine. And then, um, Glaber. I think he was good. I think he was coming out. He was finishing the inning or coming out after the next batter, but Boone was initially going out probably to let him know that or to uh, see if he's okay. Cause he looked, I thought he was hurt the way he was labored over. Um, hangs the one pitch to Tatis uh, bullpen does really well. And Yankees win extra inning baseball. Yeah, King, Wandy, and then Clay. Clay threw eight pitches. Pretty nice. Eight pitches, seven strikes. And then IKF gets gets it done. Did you like the bunt? I mean, they intentionally walked DJ because he's been hot, and also that's what we've been saying is put the double play in order. Uh, Bader bunts after that, which is what Boone said back to us. He's like, well, if you do that, you got the bunt becomes in play. Get that guy to third. Uh, do that. 
they don't hold Bader on. That was and he mistake. gets to second. So now the double play is not in order anymore. And you have the go ahead run on third. I don't know why they didn't hold Bader on. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, Bob Bob Melvin helped us a couple times here. Uh, a he let off Rugi, which is just toxic. Um, a lineup with a couple Hall of Famers, and you're leading off Rugi. Uh, and then yeah, man, that was Yankees bunt, and it it works and it doesn't because they got DJ at second, so Bader's on first. But I think the Padres first baseman Dixon, uh, I think he felt like he had to be macho because he saw Rizzo. Um, all the way in doing his Rizzo nut job guy impression on a bunt. So Dixon does that, which allows Bader to steal second easily, which you just took out the double play that gets you out of the game and like potentially lets you play more baseball. So that uh, those two were were big big for the Yankees getting that win. Way to go. Who's Sullivan? Sullivan. This guy. Padres, bro. Yeah, interesting lineup. You know a lot of the names. Um, it feels like I know Machado wasn't really going and then or and then he's hurt now. What's his injury? It's a hand. Hand something. Does feel like he's kind of like a cohesive in the middle of all of that that makes it just like his one bat when going right adds so much more. Because you go through a stretch in some of these games where you were like Dixon, Old Man Cruz, Grisham, Kim, Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, we might have to reach out to Padres Twitter because we also Bogart sat game two and Soto sat game three. So, like, that's <laughs> that's pretty Dude. nice. And the Orioles sat Mullins game three. Is that just a new thing? Let's just sit one of our best bats versus the Yankees. I like it. I'm into it. Inuit. Yeah, Machado has a broken hand. A hell of a way from the heart, candy ass. As her Brooks. Let's do game three. Let's do the last game. A little same, same, but different for this rubber match. Cole versus Darvish. Some fun facts. Both five-time All-Stars. Both two-time Cy Young runner-up. Don't care. Make more jokes, clown. All right, top one. Get in the crone. Auto crone. Cronenworth, Homer. One nothing. Break pods. Check. Call. Judge has his own 360-foot trot to tie it up. Wee! A Memorial Day snowball fight. Bader and Higgy provide Azokar with a bloop Little League homer. It's three to one, fathers. Where's Jessica Beal? Because it's seventh heaven in the third. Higgy, Volpe, Glaber, Judge, Rizzo. Five straight hits. The only ball hit out of the ballpark was an out. DJ robbed kooky fun inning. Calhoun, IKF, and Higgy. Doubles his pleasure with double the doubles. 8-3 Yanks and they'd cruise. Oh, stinky. Odor homers. It's 8-6. What the H? Those friars hate masturbators. Solo dong. Higgy strokes an RBI single of his own. Clay almost melts butt. Cole to Jimmy to Ronnie to Clay. 
Yanks win 10-7 and take the series two games to one final. Hey! Hey, now. There's some things you said there that I wanted to uh, comment on, but then you kept going because the game kept going, and then I forget what they were. Okay. So say it again slower. Uh, there is a Seventh Heaven reference in there, which I thought uh, you'd like. Where that. is Jessica Beale? Yeah. Um, I was a big Seventh Heaven kid growing up. My dad, my mom watched that, and one of my hobbies was watching TV with my mom as a little as a little boy. I thought you'd like that. I thought you were a Seventh Heaven guy. I had to Google who was in Seventh Heaven and have found out Jessica Beale was, so put her in there. Yeah. Um, she wanted out, so she posed for one of the nudes. Oh. She was like 18 because she was like wanted off the show. That big poster. Um, Beebs has it in his room and a little version in his wallet if you want to see it. I did an auto zone, auto crone joke, and then uh, I actually didn't have brake pods in there. I just had Padres, and I added brakes on the fly, so I was pretty happy with that. that. Um, And then I was trying to make the uh, make make jokes clown uh, joke, but I said jokes really weird. Like jukes. So, um, yeah, man, I I don't know. Uh, Friars hating masturbate. I don't know. Um, every all the starters got a hit in this game besides DJ, who did put one over the wall, like you said, that got pulled back. Really nice play by Grisham. Crazy. They kept saying that it's really cool. The one judge caught, he robbed a home run, but I don't think that was going yeah. out. But they kept saying it, but I don't think it was. But it was nice play by Judge. And they never gave game? a great angle. Yeah, the the Rugi one led off. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, they kept saying you know two home run robberies or whatever, but uh. Cole loses it in the seventh. Looked pretty decent. And then his line kind of changes there. That two-run homer. Yeah, Cronenworth clips him in the first, which that was kind of like flashback, right? Like first inning, Cole, the guy you're not expecting in the first inning gets him. You're like, okay, uh, I've seen that before. And then, yeah, I mean, he does get blooped on the Azokar uh, single. Can't be saying that right. And then... Bader and Higgy with two of the worst throws you'll see back-to-back on a major league field. That was tough. Bader's done that a couple times now. He should probably find the cutoff guy. and and Because you would cut that ball. You wouldn't allow it to go home. You would keep um, Especially that. the runner at, at first or try to get him at second. Like, it's just... There's never a play at home. Bad toss. Yeah, and it was two outs and a bloop, and it was a fast runner. It was Kim. So it was like from the start, they never had a shot at that. So that yeah, was weird. Yes. And but then Higgy throwing it to right field was almost bizarre. That was just like a, a space jam, you know, his lost his powers moment. But Bader, but so I guess my point is Higgy's error is kind of like something weird happened, chalk that up to like, hopefully that doesn't happen again. Bader's is a learning moment of like, Bader, come on, dude. Like that, we can't just be whipping balls home because he's done that twice now in the last like two weeks. Yeah, he might be testing his superpowers a little bit because let's think about this. Bader comes back to New York. He was like a playoff hero. Um, He comes back and the team goes from being sad to good that I, you know, Bader might be having some, like a little like how big are my superpowers right now moment. But yeah, that was... That was tough. Um, so then, yeah, you're doing this three to one. Are we going to lose a series? It's Sunday. Like, you Darvish is on the mound. That's a guy that's got a lot of major league starts shutting down the other team. Um, and then that third inning happens. Um, and Higgy, Higgy gets it started. Volpe puts one up the middle, and that sets up the top of the lineup that five straight hits, and then DJ's 
home run is the out, which is crazy. Um, and that inning right there is the biggest difference. Uh, if you want to hone in on the positives of this Yankees team, they didn't do that last year that much. Even when they were going good, it didn't feel like they strung together hits. And I, I feel like once a week right now, at least in May, we get an inning like this. Maybe, yeah, once a week, I'd say. We get an inning like this where it's just awesome. I think you tweeted out at one point, like, romantic innings or something, you know, kind of like what you dream of. And that's a plus. So when the bottom of the lineup can string together some hits, it really helps. And it almost feels like they only string together hits. They're either, like, in games when the bottom is not uh helping it it feels it's not like they're all getting one hit a game but at different times <laughs> like they all group up and uh attack the same pitcher in the same way maybe maybe they had something on darvish maybe not i don't know but it was it's nice to see and that is the biggest difference i think between this team offensively and last year without replacing much or changing much they have been able to get the big inning which last year i don't think they did at all yeah and i i if we're if we're being fully honest about it, there's also probably a kicker to no shifts. Like I'm, you know, a couple couple of those balls last year probably are like fielded grounders. Like I, I don't know if Volpe would have the righty shift on him, but his was kind of up the middle. Higgy, I think traditionally he had more guys on the left side. So yeah, I that uh. That's, those, that's a good point. Those those innings, but those innings are fun. And hey, have have those innings because guess what? Padres fans would kill for these innings because they're not getting a lot of them right now. Um, Cole obviously tough finish, um, and they're trying to get an extra inning out of him because you know Boone's main job right now is to keep the bullpen surviving as long as we can. That being said, I mean you know Rugi gets them and. That that's kind of the one thing you don't want. Walk Homer, um, and yeah, it kind of wraps up what's what's been a tough May for for Cole. Oh yeah, all the starters. I mean, they can't go deep at all. It's a big problem, and Cole having being part of that stinks. Yeah, but Savvy Herman. It's one of those things. He's still perfect. Six and zero. Oh. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, if I if I had told you coming into May, Stanton wasn't coming back, and Cole's going to have a bad month, I think if you told Yankee fans that in April, you would have been like, "Wow, we might we might be under five hundred this month." So again, it goes it goes to prove this was a a funky feeling May a little bit. Like there is a lot of good that happened, but there's still a lot of question marks, and you can spin that. You can spin it both ways pretty easily. And well, I think it also goes to April where April felt God awful and they still had a winning record. Yeah. So amongst, amongst us seeking out like the thought of, can this team win in the playoffs? Can this team win in the playoffs and finding reasons why it doesn't feel like they like, you know, are better than last year's team. They're still winning games, but last year's team in the first half was crazy, dude. Right, it's two different teams. So, just need a crazy second half. Or just keep <laughs> keep doing what you're doing in May. It's true. But I, yeah, when do we play in division again? I think we got a Sox series after this road trip. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, Seattle, Dodgers, White Sox, Red, Red Sox, Sox, I believe. And then Red Sox. So again home, home versus the Red Sox? Home versus Red Sox, and a week later, road versus Red Sox. And those are the only in-division games of June. An off, okay. off day June starts kicking up, so that'll be interesting to, to track. Do they have an easy schedule? I know they have the Dodgers coming up, but, I mean, is June off, an Off day-wise, it makes it a lot better. Depends depends what you think about Seattle, who they've started playing better baseball, but part of that uh, was tied to an Oakland series, but the Yankees did that as well. Um, and, yeah, I guess it depends what you think of Boston because they go – White Sox, which, hey, you got to take care of your business there. Boston, Mets, Boston, Seattle, Texas. Oakland end the month. None of those teams are teams that you, like, truly get up for, like the Rays or uh, even the Rangers right now, the Astros. Dodgers, they're good. Dodgers and Rangers. Yeah. Dodgers and Rangers. Yeah. All right. All right. I wish they won that fucking Baltimore series, dude. I'd be through the moon. Yeah, again, I, I was a little I was a little less phased by that. Um just because I I think there's a chance the Yankees and Orioles catch Tampa this year. Like that's Yeah, I'm not worried about the division. I just I there's just less chances to do it now. Yeah, that's true. I felt like they were in a really good stretch and they had some opportunities. So that, that one hurt. Felt winnable. Yeah. Should we get into the second half of the show? I think we could do that, Jim. And the second half is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek code Yanks. Go to a game. The The ballpark was fun. Um, it's a fun day at the stadium, Memorial Day. It's It's always funny. Those holiday weekends, you start to... You appreciate it a little more. The The stands were vibrant uh, with Yankee fans. Or go to whatever event you want. 70,000 events every day on SeatGeek, sports, concerts, festivals. The app is so easy to use, I can use it. There's green dots. Green mean good. Uh, red mean bad. Uh. Download the app. Use code Yanks. You'll get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. I think if you, you know, if there's one of those Yankees day games where the tickets are like 20 bucks, you basically go for free. Um, so promo code Yanks. Download the app. Click the link in the description. Use SeatGeek. They're the geeks of seats. That means they know what they're doing. They're the geeks of the seats. Mm. First award we give out here on Talking Yanks is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. I get to go first since it is a Sunday. Are you antsy with anticipation? I'm antsy with anticipation over here. I won't let it linger then. I'm going Luis yes! Severino. My pride. Uh, a really good starting pitching line. 6.2 innings pitch. One hit. One earned run. 6.2 innings pitched. One hit. It's awesome. Um, got into the seventh. Should have got out of the seventh. Should really be seven innings pitched. Should really be seven innings pitched. One earned run. Uh, but it's not. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, for Sevy's sake, at least. You know, not his fault. Um, someone else's fault. 
But I liked it, man. I liked that he's just he got we got maybe one or two Seve roars off the mound. That's that's needed. Um, his changeup played really well. I don't know if I if I said these out loud when we were talking about him earlier, but all of his pitches had um, really good whiff percentage. He had thirty percent whiff rate on the changeup, twenty two on the slider, and thirty two on the fastball. Um, you know, I think what was his max velo on the fastball? I think it got up to ninety nine once or twice. So, all about it, Sebi, pride of the Yankees. You you mentioned getting length from our starting pitchers. He's still on a pitch count, man. He he threw eighty two pitches, um, in this game, and he still got through seven, um, six point two, but through seven, um. That again, yeah, this Padres offense has been sputtering, but uh, there's still some big names in there, and the one bad pitch uh, does get hit, but also uh, don't really care. Uh, I'm, you know, as we start to look where this Yankees team can be and go and hopefully, you know, catch the Rays and, and start dreaming bigger, um, I want Sevy to be a part of that, and I think baseball and skill-wise he can be. I think injury is the risk, and, you know, I think we'll be in fear of that basically every day up until October. Um, but it's good to have him back, and hey, man, like, you know, Clark, Sneaky had an okay May. Um, Nestor, we know his current problem. If we can nip that in the bud, he's been great like the first five innings. Uh, Cole, you know, it's a bad month and we don't have any worries about Garrett, but you know, he's going to turn around and Domingo had been pitching pretty well. So, Hey, if, if the rotation can kick into gear and we can get a Canely back and like, you know, the pitching's been really good, but it hasn't felt like it's clicked or excuse me, the bullpen's been really good. Um, and it feels like the starting pitching can catch up and it feels like the offense has so much room to grow that I, I guess it's where I get. Is Yankees team showing me they can have big innings and they can come back? I can get you help at the back end of the lineup. I can get bullpen reinforcements that I I I don't know. There's there's a path now. And I think even into early mid May, they're kinda it was scary. I'm still not the bullpen is still my or the rotation is still my biggest concern. I mean, it has been for a while. Uh, but Savvy coming back is great. He just needs to stay healthy and on the field and stretched out. Because, again, haven't seen playoff Savvy. Haven't gone into a postseason being like, and we got Savvy who's going to fucking dominate since 2017. He didn't quite dominate. Yeah, but, I'm just, but I mean, that's it's been a, been a long time. Yeah. Gave but, us two postseason starts last year. Yeah, has gotten back for that, but we haven't. He hasn't been a known quantity going in. Since yeah, twenty seven. Um, so yeah, good, great, great beginning for Severino. Mm. He's my pride. Now, who's your pride? Because I'm interested to see who you go here. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of. He was a little bit of the layup. Um. Who made me proud to be a Yankee fan? Um, you know what? I'll go DJ. Uh, it, it's, the series itself isn't overwhelming for what DJ is, but 
Did I kind of need to see him hit an opposite field homer? Yeah. Did I kind of need to see him turn on a ball down the line? Yeah. And was he kind of our only offense in that second game that we end up winning? That if we didn't, it would have been an L4. Um, and what would we be talking about right now? It'd probably be a lot different tone. So, uh, DJ, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the rest of it isn't, isn't overwhelming. But we kind of, he was in a funk. He was in a funk, and he tried to bunt, and then we saw him get an off day that you start wondering, is he banged up, or is it a funk? Kind of needed to see uh, him have a good day at the office, and he did. And then it sucks that he gets robbed today. (laughs) Get another opposite field. That sucks. Guys. All right, well, then that moves us on to Mm. you Yankee motherfucker. This is actually kind of tough. Mm. I think there's the obvious one we've talked about a lot. And then there's, I mean, I'll go, I'll go Cole. Um, Worst pitching line. They did win the game, but the homer at the end by Odor really hurts. Walk homer to finish it. Otherwise, what is the line? So he was, he was what? Six and three. Yeah. Six and six innings pitched three and runs. So he was hunting for seven and. He could have had seven and three, which we we aren't upset at at all as a final line. And the no, but then it ends up as six plus and four earned, five earned. Yeah, so I'll go Cole again. I'm not really worried about Cole. Uh, he was better than that come line back. indicated, but but yeah, he was not him. The fact that it was Rugi, man, like whatever. Yeah. I'll say this. His next start kind of important. Why? Who's he, who's he against? Um, well, it is against the Dodgers, but also need Cole to get back on track. Yeah, there's no action item for that, though. I mean, he's going to get the ball, and you just hope that come playoff time he's rolling. Need him to be good. Yes. I, I think he'll come back. I'm just saying it's not like they're going to send him down or skip a starts or do this or do that. Like, end of the day, Cole earns everything in the postseason. Keep winning. It starts. Offense has helped him twice now, I believe. Pick him up. In his last two. What do you got? Um, let's see. Yankee MFR, huh? It's funny. They lose that first game. Dirty Randy on the mound. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll just do Glaber, man. I, you know, again, the, the, the hits when they came were at fine times this series and it's whatever, but. My God, he almost ruined Seve's day and the Yankees series and everything in one one swoop, man. And I I don't know, man. I you know, I know Rizzo goes for that ball, so the pitcher's gonna be com- covering, so there's an extra layer of thoughts, but you gotta make that play. I mean, that's two outs, yeah. one run game. It, you know, never mind worrying about Seve and his pitch counter or that. Like that's that's almost a game-losing play, man, and it's just adding to the laundry list of 
like rightfully frustrating moments. Yeah, I think if you were going to try to counter it or whatever, you would just you'd say he lost it because the runner and reserve were both running both in front of him. Crossed, yeah. But you got to make the play. I mean, 100% of the time, that has to be an out. Or at least you have to throw it and hope the pitcher does his job as well. Right. You just can't say 100% of the time because pitchers fucked it up a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's a tough. It's a, I mean, it's not a tough it, but, it, you know, it's one play. It could have been devastating. It wasn't. I still like his bat right now. I don't know what the numbers are on the year. Oh, what did he do today? Uh, he had a, he had a hit in the rally today. He was one mm. for four. I wonder if he's at an 800 OPS then. Let's see. 344 on base, 449 slugging. I think he's right below. That would tell me he's nine point seven points below. Yeah, seven nine three. Before the game, he was seven nine nine. Great math out of you. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. But still, that's actually. 263 batting average, 344 on base, 449 slugging. And he had a pretty brutal stretch. Like, Labor's offensive numbers are looking like they're going to be good. He feels good. He feels in a good place. Yeah. Offensively. Offensively. And yeah, that's, you know, if Donaldson comes back, get him some DH days. I don't know. He also, like, in game three, he caught. Caught a pop-up, and he just did, like, the very casual, like, caught it, like, dropped his hand down, Sheffield-style a little bit, and then, like, turned to Volpe and laughed. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if you have the wiggle room (laughs) right now to be, like, playful. Playing a dangerous game. And I I almost gave an award about this a couple weeks ago. Have you seen the game that him and Rizzo are silly when there's a pop-up to the two of them? Um, Like, if... If if there's a pop up to Glaber, Rizzo kind of stands close to him and they smile and they get silly yeah. after. And I was like, you know, Rizzo's got a little wiggle room. Well, Rizzo has a ton of wiggle room. Let's be honest, Glaber doesn't. And I was like, what's like Glaber and Rizzo? Like, you know, they do the I love you sometimes. Right side of the infield. I forgot they go back to the Cubs days. Yeah, like they. Well, they, it's probably. They never probably played together. I mean, at spring training and stuff, Glaber was like the top prospect dude that definitely like they, him and definitely Rizzo like brought him to big league camp at some point. And, and I, I was wondering, I was like, their their connection seemed a little thicker, but I mean, they have to go back to when Glaber was like nineteen, kinda. I don't know if they do, but I think that Rizzo's just an awesome teammate who like is forming bonds with everyone around him. Maybe they like you know bond over being the right side of the infield because isn't. I mean, Rizzo's way older, no? Yeah, but he was the dude on the Cubs while Glaber was the top prospect. So, like, Glaber's got interviews talking about him and Rizzo going back to Chicago and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I get just like... Yeah, that's Judge knowing Volpe before this year. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's just like appearances, you know, or like meet and greets, I guess. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't think Glaber like did a spring training with them, but I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know if they ever did spring training. That's what I was saying because sure the math doesn't add up. At some point, some he Glaber was a highly regarded prospect even when he was like with the Cubs. So I'm sure at some because he was in he was, like, he an was in A ball when right. they traded. 
But he was definitely in the group. You know, Jason Dominguez was at camp this year. Like, Glaber was one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, could be. I just He was, like, 18 years old in A-ball. I don't know if. Same with Dominguez. Isn't he in double A? Now. He's in double A when he went to camp. I don't know if the Yanks have ever put an A-ball guy in camp. You're one of the top guys. They they bring you. They let you see it. Um, regular awards? Regular awards, Jim. They're brought to you by our dogs. But the farmer's dog who has been feeding our dogs recently, whether you have a puppy, and middle-aged dog, an older dog, no such thing as an old dog. Um, the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet, and the farmer's dog can help keep them healthy. They deliver fresh, healthy dog food uh, recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from human-grade ingredients like those. I eat those. Um, I'll, I'll go off the map a little bit. Noodle, fiends for this stuff. Um, Jess, we've been doing, Jess has been doing it for, uh, dinner time. Um, and I, you know, I normally feed him in the morning. So she's been doing that then. Noodle likes her more than me, um, at dinner because she's been giving him the goods while I've been mixing in his old stuff. So I'm almost out. Uh, it's almost farmer's dog time all around. And if you're looking to get some farmer's dog going, you get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. There's a link in the description. 50% off. Uh, give it a try. Uh, they tailor the food to your pooch. Um, hmm. Give them a try. Go click the link in the description. My first award, award is the quadruple double award. Ooh. Quadruple double. So that means if you're here, then that means um quadruple double. Ron Marinaccio. Not triple double. Quadruple double. Sin sin what would be five? So it's changing. I just got it wrong. What would be five? Quintuple. Quintuple double award. I already guessed Ron. I won't take it back. I'm, that's not who I am. Wrong. It's fine. Goes to your dude, Willie Calhoun. Ooh. He got his fifth multi-hit game. Mm. His fifth multi-hit game uh, today. And this is the guy who, how many times has he had multiple? Has he had like four at bats in a game? Oh my God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 out of 30. Hey, two of his multi hit games, he only had three at bats. Sucks. Are there walks in there or no? Yeah. I get, yeah, one has a walk, the other has a walk. But uh, Willie can hit. And with my new development of Oswaldo going down for Donaldson, that means Willie gets to stay a little longer. And Bowers hasn't been around, it doesn't feel like. So maybe he's going to be the last one to go. Uh, it's going to be 
And and uh, and you were on this, and you said you think they like him as the lefty for the catchers, and they believe in the hit. He doesn't have many other skills, um, you know, speed or defense. So it would literally just be a lefty bat. So I don't know if, how long he's long for the team, but he's helping his own cause right now, and I do think he's going to be. I, I have no idea. I could be wrong, but I would not be surprised if he outlasts. You know, as Waldo gets sent down to go find himself, whatever you want to say about it. And then uh, when Stanton comes up, Bowers goes, and Willie's the one that hangs around. Because he hasn't had that many starts, and he's got five multi-hit games now. As Boone announced on this show, they think Willie can hit. Um, yeah. It's interesting to see, because he's, he's outplayed Bowers up until this point. It does feel like Bowers has kind of gone missing. Um and then, yeah, if, if you can do a dance, it, it's how long can you dance? And we've seen in baseball, and remember uh, going back to the Cameron Mabin days, like uh, a couple injuries here and there, you can, you can find a way, but there's definitely going to be a... There's going to be a tough period, right? Because if, if he lasts, which again, there could be egg on our face and, you know, Willie's out, Bowers... Bauer stays, whatever it is, or they keep his Waldo. I don't know. Because um, you're right. He's going to end up getting, what, one or two starts a week, giving guys off days, and then he's going to pinch hit for the catcher late against a tough righty reliever. It's it's a pretty brutal job title. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I obviously love watching a short king. Um, he's putting putting together a couple good days at the office. And, yeah, who who knows how long the run can go, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I'll enjoy him while he's hitting. I'll enjoy him while he's hitting, too. like seeing him get pinch run for today. You like that? Yeah. My, jo- my job here is done. Yeah. Oh, this? I don't do this part. No, no, no. He started walking the dugout before they said anything. So yeah, five multi-hit games, the whatever double the word is. In his last seven games now, and this is always hard because they're not updated, these websites. Right. What was seven days ago? And they don't do games, they do days. Seven days ago was the 21st? I guess so. That would be seven days ago, yeah. Okay, so then you take away that game where he went one for three. You add today's game where he went two for four or whatever he did. He's going to have, in his last seven days, I think he's going to have an 800, like, nice OPS, um, 815 with, like, a 300 batting average or something like that. He's got a, I think at the end of it, he's going to have a nice little butter knife May, which. I don't know about that. Because he's got some badness to it. Yep. Uh, I guess the batting average is bad. It's yeah, defined. no, the OPS Good. is there. He he kind of, he banged. Way to go, Willie. That's why he got my award. Way to go, Willie. It's nice. And, and now you give out your award. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, Jim. Oh, I just, I had the name of it. Keen. Um, I am going to give out what to take 
I am going to give out the Go-Go Prebiotic Award. The Go-Go Prebiotic Award. And last episode, you gave the Gugan Award? I did not. I was well, assisted did. in that. We gave that out. Oh. Well, isn't it technically yours? It was my spot, but I'm a, I'm a team guy. It's, okay. You know, Go-Go never and... Go go prebiotic. Just um, getting it. Do you mean probiotic? No. I think it means prebiotic. I mean prebiotic. All right. Just, just confirming. Um. Go go prebiotic fiber makes you shit. Um. Maybe you're giving it to IKF. Mm. No. Mm. Jim. Don't say Bader. It's not. Uh, you can give him your award in a second. Um, stumbled into it the other day, and it was kind of mind-boggling uh, that Clay Holmes had... He was now up to 11 clean sheets. Um, he does give up a run in today's game. Uh, and today he looked... He looked like the bad clay. I think, what, what did it end up being? Eight strikes on 20 pitches? Mm-hmm. At one point, I think he was three for 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting into Clay's splits because I was like, what? What can I find? And Jim, I'm going to put you on it because um, you're the one who started this theory, but it goes back to a recent Yankee sinker baller. It goes back to all sinker ballers that potentially we might have to keep Clay regular. Um, I was getting in his stats today, and his worst and biggest blow-off performances are all after four-plus days rest. Um, so, there's a couple in there that aren't, but uh, when I was looking at the day's rest, uh, the outliers were uh, four days rest and six-plus days rest that he got hit this year uh, in the worst way. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm just. Tr- I think we're all trying to figure out the puzzle piece that is Clay, whether it's innings or regularity or what. Um, but yeah, looks like there's a bad split ERA for one day rest as well. But I mean, reliever ERA is a known liar and a bitch, so you can't trust it. But with zero days rest this season, one walk in 5.2 innings, zero earned runs. That might have changed today, but yes. He was on zero rest. He pitched, yeah, okay. Um, On one day rest, I want to see if there's any outliers here. Still one day rest, one, two, three, four, five point one innings, two walks. So not that wild, but he does have two outings that aren't great. Um one, he gave up the blown loss to Minnesota, and another to Cleveland, where um I believe he got out of it. But I forget or no, they brought him in for uh, I forget that one, but uh and then he's got two games on four-day rest. One was fine. One innings pitched. 
one walk. The other game on four days rest was zero outs. Two runs, two earned runs. So there's probably not enough. You'd have to combine it with last season. There's not enough data as of now, but I I think it's something to keep tabs on going forward. Yeah, a lot of sinker ballers. It is it is something to to note. Um, let's see. Did you look at last year at all? Because I mean, I'm interested in this. I did. I think all of his stats from last year ended up looking pretty good, to be honest. But I think his his worst OPS against was four plus days. I think so. I don't know. But all of his numbers from last year look so good. <laughs> it looks like. His worst outings came on two days rest last year. Yeah, two days rest, five seven nine ERA last year. Maybe ERA and six oh and and six oh eight OPS plus. Just walks, man. But um, I don't know where I'm at with Clay, like. He's still, I like him in the mix. I don't like him as lockdown closer. And I they're not using him that way, so it's fine. Pick yeah. and choose your spots. But, uh, like, today was scary. And it felt like a game where the wheels were trying to, like, like, if it was a movie scene, they'd be cutting to the game and then cutting to the wheels, getting, like, looser and looser. And, like, you know. And they cut back to the game and then they cut to the wheel and like one of the bearings pops off or, you know, just like the screws loose and you're like, this is going to fall apart. This is going to fall apart. And then it didn't. And that's good. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And Hey, maybe, uh, if clay comes out cold sometimes, if he could find it a little later, that would be a nice change. But yeah, I mean, you know, a game you're up eight, three and, you know, DJ got robbed of a three run homer where I know most of those runs score, but it also, could have changed the outlook a little bit that uh, if Albert Abreu had to come in to save inherited runners uh, on Sunday Memorial Day, that would have been a bad feeling. So, hey, Clay has put together a good stretch. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see how the story unfolds. Same. Keep him regular against mostly righties. Because Canely will be back. You got Wandy. Canely, come on. He's ready. He's so ready. All right, my award. Yes. And I just had it in my head. Oh. Now I don't. Shit. What's everything we've been talking about? Jam. Jog me memory, boy. Excuse me? Jog me memory. Willie Calhoun, quintuple, quintuple double, Clay Holmes. I think you're about to get Bader an award. No, I'm not getting um oh shit dude i just had and i really liked it this sucks when this happens Damn, dude. do i pivot oh 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 found it i got it um the distance award the distance. The distance. Um. Okay. 
You're referencing the song. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. Uh, that's probably for, I don't know, known speedster IKF. I'll give you another hint. Okay. Did you get it? Podcasts only. Uh, Jimmy glazed into space and lightly shook his jowls. Um, Rizzo. No. Uh, Higgy. He's always looking in the distance, mm. like searching for answers at all times. After a pitch, if the umpire doesn't call it, if he's hitting and the pitch is like outside and then he just like kind of like, look, it's looking in the distance. And his post game today, was rather funny. Higgy is uh, a funny guy. And uh, two doubles. First time in his career, he's had two doubles in the same inning. He thinks. He thinks. Obviously, he doesn't know. Uh, he's always, he's uh, always kind of thinking. He's not always inputting. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said, uh, well, I needed to pick myself up. The whole team kind of needed to pick me up. I was playing like a little leaguer out there. And sliding into third base and then popping up and going home is awesome. Bader saw that and was like, I got to put that in my repertoire. Yeah. Like, that was cool. And he, he was like, well, it was an accident. Like, I kind of, I looked dumb. And Bader's like, you did not look dumb, my friend. Like, you looked badass. I know, I know looking cool. And that's what that was. That was cool. That was like a swimmer, you know, getting to the end of the lane in spinning and kicking off the wall just to get more speed. Like Higgy knows what he was doing or Bader knows what Higgy was doing more so. Um, but yeah, one Higgy's funny Two, two doubles in the midst of that rally three sliding into third. Super funny. I laughed every time they showed the replay. Yeah. So he's getting my the distance award. And yeah, I just like how much he's just looking into the distance all the time. He almost snuck into a pride today because in a in a way he sparked sparked the big rally uh and the two doubles in an inning. He he shouldn't have gotten it. Um And he didn't. Man, some of his throws, uh, and that was his killer joke he made in his interview with Meredith. He said I tried to throw it out of left field. Um, yeah. nice Higster. Yeah. Uh yeah, he got deked on that. Uh, on the play where he slides into third. Thank God he scores and it's not even tight uh, or anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think people probably, some people expected us to have a conversation about the catchers, and I've I've been getting mean tweets about when the Yankees' offense wasn't working. Like, oh, talk about, you know, Higgy's not bringing it. It's like, he bugs. The Yankees don't care. Um, and they're not going to do anything at catcher because they want to keep all three of them, and Rortved has the option. So, um I do um, feel like, dude, I I feel like I have a sixth sense when Higgy's going to get a hit. Like, in that at-bat today, I, I kind of thought Higgy would get a hit. And for a guy that hits, like, around 200, that's a weird thing to be confident about. But I I really feel like I, I can go along with him. You and Higgy. Same brain. You can get inside Higgy. Interesting. Um, he crushes lefties. We've talked about that a lot on here. His numbers versus lefties on a year are really good to the point where, like, I don't know, use that. Problem is, so does Trevi. 
Yeah, but Higgy's got more pop. I don't know if that's natural or I just think he does or if it's actually on the stat sheet, but Higgy's got more pop than Trevi. Higgy has more pop, Jim. He's a top five home run derby Yankees finalist. It's true. That's true. Well, that's my award, the distance. Good award, Jim. Thank you. Really good stuff, man. Thank you. What's your last award? Don't be a goofus. What was that? What? What did you just say? I said, don't be a goofus. I mean, that's so. Uh, Jim, I'm giving the Monument Valley Award. The Monument Valley? The Monument Valley Award, Jim. The Monument Valley. Hey, did you ever explain the Prebiotic Award? Oh, you got to stay regular. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Monument Valley. Yeah. Okay. Um, pretty Sights. Monument Park could be tied in. Um, I don't know. Rizzo? Jim, you backed into one accidentally. Give him the point. Do note it was an accident. Jim, in Monument Valley, beautiful, stunning. It is where, in the iconic movie Forrest Gump. I know. That Forrest stops running. Yeah. Dude. I think I'll go home now. Unacceptable, man. I, I watched this play from the stands. I was ready to make my third base call. And if Soto got a clean bounce and fielded it cleanly, it was a clear you cannot send Rizzo. He is not fast. He is, in fact, slow. He's very good at a lot of other parts of baseball. But he is slow now. The ball, not only did Soto field it cleanly, it took the perfect hop into his glove. I, it was unreal. As I was watching, I had the perfect angle on it. That it was an instant, no, I, I said stop from the stance. I threw up the arms. Rizzo ran through my stop sign. I'd like to talk to him about that. Um, and I believe there were, was that the second out in that inning or was it the first? Um, second, I believe. Yes, that was the, the second out of the inning. So it would have been uh, second and third. One out, so less than two outs uh, with Bader coming up. Instead, the one run scores. There's two outs in the inning. And I don't know. I think it's first inning where, you know, that's kind of one of your best opportunities to have a pitcher on the ropes. Uh, and basically with that out, you had him a pitch away from getting out of the inning. Um, and it's like, come on, man. I, hey, if you send the speed guys, I'm, I'm always kind of going to understand because, you know, when relays have to be perfect, you, you far too often in Major League Baseball, it feels like it's not. But Rizzo. You don't. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you believe in the unexpected play at the unexpected time? I don't. Yes. But no. 
Yes, but no. Not in the okay. not in that situation, no. Well, I think it was expected. That's the problem. No. I think Rizzo needs to take a full season off extra bases and stolen bases, and the scouting report will be he doesn't run. He's station to station. And then next year, he gets five times yeah. where he can go the extra base. He's got a pool the unexpected play at the unexpected time. He's got a pool wholesome. And 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 Soto fields that ball and he's oh fuck he's running he fucking shits himself, but right now it's like they'll probably Rizzo will probably run I'll just get him out because everyone knows if there's an extra base to be taken Rizzo's grabbing it. Do you guys uh do you remember what um his sprint speed was at percentile wise last time we checked in? Slow. In my head, I had it at sixth. I don't. Yeah, so I don't know. Sound off in the comments. Subscribe. Um, he's down to fourth. He's a fourth percentile sprint speed guy. So. Well, he hasn't sprinted yet. I think he has. I think that's the no. problem. You'll you'll know when he takes off. The best of these runs, approximately two-thirds. Runs of two bases or more on non-homers. So when's the last time you got a hustle double? What's the question? The way they calculate sprint speed, I don't know if he's, like, in there. Like, has Risso got a hustle double yet this year? I don't know if he's got the first word in him. I think he just has doubles now. That's what I'm saying. So there's two ways they calculate sprint speed. One, it's when you get two bases. So the the fastest you run on a double. I think all of his doubles, he doesn't top out ever. Is that also first to third? First to third. So I don't know if he's second gone first to, to third. Second to home? Second to home does not count for sprint speed. Um, home to first on a topped or a weekly hit ball. And I don't think Rizzo's booming it out of the gates on those. I think he kind of takes his time on those. And those are the two plays. Yeah, bunt hits. Yeah, maybe a bunt hit. But those are the two plays that they calculate sprint speed on. I mean, so yeah. that's why I'm saying I don't know if he's given them his sprint speed. It's a really dumb stat. I think it's... I think you're reading too much into the metrics because I think the stat pretty much across players ends up in a fine spot. For some, for Are others, there a couple outliers, probably. But I think for like I'm not arguing that Rizzo's not, not slow. That's what I I'm just, saying. Like I just people we use that stat a lot. I don't think people know what it is. I think it. I think what people think it is, it's ninety five percent. How fast are you? Um. He's not fast. No. It's your fastest one-second window during one of those events. Very weird. But he's not there. Voight slower. Sure is. Feels like it. Uh, all right. Dude, this week's going to suck, just to let everyone know. Yes. Three, six games in a row that start at 9 p.m. 
940, I think. See, they got Voidas faster than Rizzo. I don't think so. I'd watch. This year. We haven't be. seen Luke Voigt this year. He might have he might have got in the lab. Turned it on. Friday night, 10 10. I think actually next episode. Well, the next episode would be the midweek episode with Booney and all that on Tuesday. But I believe Wednesday we're not recording after the game. We're just going to do that Thursday morning at like 10 o'clock. Because I'm not, it'd be 1 a.m. Right. I'm good for whatever the plan is. Just got to know what the plan is. Sounds like. Yeah, I think, think instead of doing 1 a.m., we'll do it Thursday morning. Cool. Well, that's it. That's all. Go Yanks. Anything we didn't touch on? IKF walk off. Um, not really. Say anything Jump. about Judge today? No. Well, he gets talked about a lot. Yeah. It's good. Good. Cool homer. Good. Bader keeps kind of saving these bad stretches of no uh, hitting with homers. Yeah. He, and, and like really nice defensive plays. He, he almost got my award. His, his insurance homer was big for the Yanks and big for him. I, I, I would, I'd put a little case on him having a good West Coast trip. He like, someone asked him what the pitch was and he just goes, fastball. <laughs> he was, he was really walking to the clubhouse talking to everyone about his homer. Got to. After a little Talkman-esque. Guardy 2.0. Right. I like him. Clapping, clapping, clapping. Good show. Go Yanks. Tell him, Grams. Go Yankees. Go watch Blitzball. Mm, live right now. <laughs>